Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Rangers Rabble podcast. Uh, it's Jamie here, and we have just witnessed. Um, I was going to say a, a draw there, but he didn't because we just can see that fucking goal at the end there. And the two two one defeat um, away to Red Star Belgrade. Um, not not, not, the, not the worst result. Let's be honest for us tonight. It, it's a good result for us. Um, I'm joined by Alex. Looking splendid, young chap. How are we? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, um, it's been a while since I've been on a podcast. It is. Like. Is, that, is that a sick feed you've got, bro? Yeah, it is indeed. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it. Somebody who's no got a sick feed, care how you doing? Nah, I'm fine. We've got feeds going the other way, haven't we? My, my hair's getting like yours, JD. <laughs> <laughs> it's so just as bad. Try, try. Getting there. <laughs> Don't even think about it, pal. The silver fox in the corner. Here he is, um, the cuddly Clooney we call him in the rap. <laughs> <laughs> the cuddly Clooney just came off the top of my head. Anyway, are you alright, Scotty? Oh, oh can I change? I'm going to change my name. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, good evening to everybody. We are in a good mood, troops. Um, because somebody's asked Nicholas Moore. Martin's broke, broke the heart there. Where is Martin, lads? <laughs> pro- probably not aware for a haircut. We can hedge our bets on that. Or maybe it froze somewhere where his Wi Fi's down, something like that. No, you'll be watching. Are um, we still anyway. in the first half? <laughs> good evening, good evening, all. And who have we got? Oh, man, the comments are gone already, troops. I can't even. People are already giving me man in the matches and everything. Who they want in the next round. Um, Yes, N Mill uh, N Mill sixteen forty two dancing bear we are. Um, you know what? Sometimes you can be positive after a defeat. That was a tough watch in the first half. Um, shit my pants a wee bit, weren't we? So we are. Um, JB, GB. I'm shocking tonight. Um, flying the fly for Scotland and Euro- Europe as pair. This coefficient is taking an absolute hammer in the good way. A right good hammer. And it's all really I. Nobody else has put any, put any points in the board. It's all been us. Um, so yeah. Good evening, all. I'm just having a little look. JD, why, why have you not, why have you not picked up on the comment that says came off the top of my head, just like your hair? Nah, <laughs> listen, let people come at me. I've got control of these folks. I'm the puppet master. I decide. I'm so loyal. I'm very happy. We are. Um, Jimmy Sloan, hello, hello, yes, good evening all. Um, next to Scott, when is the draw? The draw's tomorrow at 12, um, 12.30, I think it is, so just before Cheltenham starts. Um, and if anybody's getting any tips, let GD know. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> is the water. Um, and that's us, we are, we are the people, uh, John Robertson, we are, everybody else. Um in the comments, and we will kick off. And uh, half a folk going for my hair tonight, which is impressive because you've nothing else to go for on me. I'm, anyway, yeah. what a folk going for your head, not your hair. Aye, let's go. You care your father beans tonight, son. Um, you still don't think we're going to go far in this competition, so we're just saying, I just said to care offline, keep regurgitating that shite because it's I'm always half, glass half empty, not glass half full. Yes, 
So, oh, I'll be right to say. And, and before we, I know you've been on a few pods, Kev, but I don't know if you want to tell the troops how the boys on concert went. I didn't go and see boys on. Nah. Yeah, liar. Liar. Anyway, tonight, let's move on tonight. <coughs> Scott, Kerr. And yeah. we'll start with the, we'll start at the beginning. Um, the team that we, the team that Gio put out, there was no no surprises there, was there? No, there wasn't. And we started first. For, I know it was the first three, three, five, six minutes. We actually looked really good. They scored, I think it was after about ten minutes, and we just we never really got going after that, did we? They had a lot of possession, had a few balls into the box, McGregor put off a few saves. Didn't have any clear cut opportunities really, lads in constant against us, but they, they were creating half chances and I was starting to get worried, but we held out to half time. But at the end of the day, JD, the performance, I know folks say the performance wasn't great, and it wasn't great at all, to be fair, but the objective was to get through, and that yeah. was the, that's what we done, and we're through to the next round, and I'm not going to look back and say that performance was poor, no more having been watching the draw, so we're through, we're in it, and we should all be happy with, with how we got here, because this is the, I think this is the first time we're in the last eight since we got to Manchester, is that yeah. correct? Scotty, I think um, Kerr's touching on there. Do you know what? In nights like that and in the runty competitions and whatever, the performance actually doesn't matter. But don't get me wrong, I think my bottle went a wee bit, Ian Rossi's bottle went a wee bit when they scored, but it wasn't to be for them. But it was a a nervy first half we were were against it. I think uh, it was to be expected as well. I don't think anyone came into this game expecting us to put in a Dortmund-esque performance, particularly since it's the second leg and the onus was 100% on them to come out as... I was just thinking when it was it was relentless wasn't it just over and over again and we get control of the ball and we get the ball at the pitch and I thought we'd do really well but as soon as they got the ball back it was whoosh, they don't hang about um the the goal do, do you know what even with taking all that into account after they scored I still think we reacted really really well considering they still came at us with that relentless pressure and we handled it very, very well. It wasn't until right before half time, or well, actually, no, Shagger made two two brilliant saves, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Um, all, all being considered, they were two great opportunities, but it was only really those two opportunities that that they had. And when you look back on the first leg and the amount of opportunities they had in the in the first leg as well, it's it's of no surprise that this happened. Um, and yeah, just. I thought I, I really think, despite what I've just said, we handled it pretty well. We come on. No, I, I agree. I think the game, the yeah, game management was a lot better. I think the improvement of John Lundstrom, whether you're, you're going to agree with this or not, I think he's massive in our game management right now. JD, you know I can't. I, I can't. don't know you can. Um, Alex, we do go down one now. Um, oh, I was gutted because. Morelos is usually our man. That's probably out with everything else he gives us. This is that other wee bit of golden touch that he had. He has for us um, is defending corners. He always wins that header, and he just he, he get caught under the ball a little bit. Do you think? Yeah, he misjudges the header, and then um, Kamara doesn't take the step out. He's a little bit hesitant, and and that means the guy has a yard of space. And even once he's got the the touch off, the fact that nobody's managed to you know throw their body in the way because let's be honest none of, nobody's going to go in there you know flying to make a tackle because he's going to he's going to play for the penalty then but if you throw your try and throw your body in the way even to get a block you know you see it time in time out it might not mean he's going to hit you but the shot might go wide because he's going to try and or, or over because he's going to try and beat it past you so I was a little bit annoyed at the way we conceded the goal and I must say the way we started was not nice to bring it back up again, but it felt very Celtic-esque. Um, the the 3-0 game, we, we started... The way I saw it was we started... They came out the blocks very fast. We started with a couple of minutes, which we were okay. Then they got the goal. And every single time we lost the ball, which was similar to, to what happened at um, their place, they were quick. They were so quick, and, and it seemed to outpace us. What I really saw, especially at the start, was that Bassi was way too tucked in, and then Tavernier was you know up the pitch. So we was the back line was a little bit confusing there, and, and that's where I thought they were going to get a bit of hope. 
Um, Scott, just before we move on, um, this is hot off the press from, from the Rangers Rabble podcast, Master. Um, he is telling us we will be doing a live reaction to the draw tomorrow. Now, that will be not a live, we watch the draw news, watch us watch it, which happened one time. People were a little confused. This is a, after the draw happens, there'll be a little quick 20, 15, 20, half an hour podcast, a reaction to who we pull. So, um, look forward to that. I think Martin will be doing that. I think he's on holiday this week, so I think he'll be on and doing it probably around about maybe one o'clock ish, probably whenever the draw is right, finished. You, you've got to get the big guns out to heist them. <laughs> the big guns out for that, haven't you? Um, anyway, JD's working, so Martin's on. You can be JD's lunchtime at that time, you never care. You know, we're fluid with our lunches, care. We used to always right. be. Anyway, care, I'll come back to you because we made a week and a, or you made a couple of points at half time. Glenn was Glenn Kamara seemed to struggle. Listen, I thought that at half time, right? Jack Lundstrom and Kamara were all kind of struggling. You could have you could have swung a rope around who you wanted to take off. Um, but Kamara stayed on. See, see for the goal, he was on his he is also on his heels. Are you are you blaming him for the goal or anything? Just a bit caught. Was he lazy? Was he daydreaming? Boy, he just caught flat footed. He didn't move and the ball bounced. He just didn't waited. Didn't react, and you have to react in the situations in there. First and foremost, Glenn came to Rangers as a defensive midfielder, didn't he? I know he's been given this new role, playing like a number 10 role, but he still has to get behind the ball and defend at times. He can't always just drop the part. I know he likes the transition football. We, we win the ball, he's away, and he can, as you see him with the goal, he flicks it to Ryan, and Ryan's away. We score, but I just like positional sense defensively was poor tonight. But he stayed on the part till the end. I'm not sure why, but he did, and I suppose... That's my big new position under Van Bronckhurst. I thought like Alex said, we were, uh, I think we was tucked inside far too much, Bassi. And only when, it's only when Lundstrom went in between the centre-backs again, we looked more comfortable. So we did, yeah. because I thought Kemp was having to come back quite a lot to defend, but he was caught a lot of times two-on-one, Ryan. That's where the goal came from, it was two-on-one with Ryan, on Ryan. So just go back to basics sometimes, Rangers, and we just play the way we should play. I thought tonight the shape in the middle of the park wasn't great. Aribo wasn't involved. I don't know what's happened to Joe since he's come back for the Cup African Cup of Nations. It just seems, I don't know, a source. But like I said, the shack, mate. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he is. And I was calling for changes at halftime. I don't know if I was the only one. I would either took off Kamara, so I took off Kamara, who might know I scored. But I right. just thought we needed something different. So I want to jump on that, Kerr, because Kamara's come out and you know I'm I'm fucking his number one fan, right? But I do know he didn't play too well, but. Um, I thought he played a lot better in the second half. Um, we don't that that goal that touch is understated. If you not many people are doing a wee touch lap for that that round the corner ball for Kemp was outstanding by Kamara. Um, he does give a pen away at the end. At first, I didn't think it was a pen. Probably as a pen stands in the guy's toes. But Scotty, have we been a wee bit harsh on on Kamara considering he does he plays his part in the goal? Uh, I think so because if you look at the whole team performance. There was a lot of similar performances, and to single him out for the display, I think is a tad harsh. You've got to give credit to, I'm not even going to pronounce the name, Red Star for their performance because they were relentless. They were absolutely everywhere. I thought they'd run out of steam after 60 minutes, 65 minutes, but they didn't. Um, and when you're tasked with that performance, because bearing in mind how we're set up, Kamara was playing a little bit further forward in the pitch, and that gave Red Star a lot of space to play in between the lines, if you like. Um, and Gio didn't change it. He could have brought Kamara deeper, but then we didn't have that out ball. Um, if we didn't have that out ball, we wouldn't have scored. So every guy, no matter how the individual performance, has their role to play. And I think if he didn't play that role the way that Gio was happy with, he wouldn't have been on the pitch. That said, Kamara... And the other guys on the pitch have the quality that when it counted or when it mattered, they delivered. And that's exactly what they did because without that goal, we would have been, you know, 2 0, 3 0. We could have been absolutely stuffed because it was relentless. And that goal absolutely killed them. So that goal came at the right time because we had the right players on the pitch. Yeah, I think the goal, the goal did kill them. I think we'll, we'll get to that. Um, I don't think we can move off the, the first half. Um, Alex, then talking about the man of the match. I don't really care what anybody says in the comments. And I'm, listen, I've been critical of him, and, and I think rightly so. But 
tonight, Alan McGregor proved everybody wise. You know, of course he's my number one goalkeeper, but even me and Kerr spoke about it earlier on there. You knew if he you knew he was having a good game when he comes careering out, double punches that ball that comes into the edge of the box and takes Bassi out. That's when you know he knew he was having a good game. But his first half performance, particularly one save, was world class. Yeah, well, I think there's, there's two in the first half, but the the one that's pretty much seconds after the first goal is the one that, you, you know, if that goes in, we could have capitulated right right there and then. That could be, you know, the end of the Europe because they're going to go, we'll get two goals in however many minutes. The intensity they play at, you know, they created enough chances. So, he um, that save was so vital just to, you know, even calm the team down a little bit and say you know yeah. come on we need to kind of get our heads back into this because if there's a second goal you know again we can lose our heads and turn the tie right there but then the the other one which is a bit nearer the end of the half wow they were just both brilliant I, I just he seemed you know I must say in the first leg as well McGregor was was unreal um, and, and going on the back of the first leg performance today today was you know you shouldn't be if you'd just seen him for the first time last week you wouldn't have been surprised by today's performance because he was outstanding yet again but that's not to say that those saves won't be replayed many many a times and you know if it was one of the top goalkeepers in the world at one of the top clubs in the world in terms of you know the, the money ones and all that this one would be everywhere all over twitter all over facebook all over youtube getting played time and time again we're going to half time i think we probably we did right. You ride your luck, but you need to make a bit of luck, Scotty. And and McGregor helps you with that with some of his saves. But um, that oh, one thing I want to say, I know we touched on it, but the boy um, Kataiza player, isn't he? Caused us havoc all day. Really technically gifted player, Scotty. Ah, uh, he is. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you could help a late smash to the first leg, and it seemed today. We, we tried to stifle him, but he found ways to get on the ball and be dangerous. Thankfully, he wasn't, uh, his execution wasn't as potent. Thankfully, I think he had a bit of an off day. Now, whether he just had a good, good week last week or this was his normal performance, I don't know, but he's still a quality player. Um, to be fair, they all caused this problems. Uh, I thought Puccini was a, an out ball on the right hand side all the way through the game. And I, it was one of those, do you leave Kent Kent forward and try and play on the break yeah. or do you try and stifle Puccini by bringing him back and marking Kent and then sacrificing that counter-opportunity? Uh, that's that's one for the tacticians and decision-makers, really. Um, but we did ride our luck. You've, you've got to. Every single game that you play, you've got to ride your luck because at some point in the game, you're not going to have all of the game. You're not going to have the game for 90 minutes. Um and we rode our luck at both ends because we got the goal. Kerr, do you think they're a better side than Borussia Dortmund? Probably not, but they're a very good side, especially at home. And you can see, we, I'm not a big stats guy, as you probably know, but the stats are really good, especially in Europe at home. And they don't concede a lot of goals and they score quite a few. So, to be honest with you, that's two teams you'd have probably said before we played them. It was going to be really difficult for us. Nobody expected us to beat Dortmund. We did. Rest are always going to be a tough opponent, no matter when you play them. We, we put them out. So, we've done a job on both teams. No matter, people can turn around and say it's not the team they were years ago. That doesn't matter to me. We still have to put out a team we play. We put out both these teams, run into the quarters. and doesn't matter who they just play. It's always going to be difficult. You know, especially at this time. You're, when you're through to this type, type of competition in the last 16, last eight, it's my cameras just went... Uh, I know. And it's no start. I, I, oh no! <laughs> no, but I say they're they're a good side, and I suppose if we played them again, they would, it would be roughly the same. We could beat them, either, so you could lose away. But they're a good team. You have to ride your luck in Europe, especially when you play this late in the competition. But we got the goal because we have the players of that quality to get a goal away from home. We know away goals don't count as double. So games are more. I think they're more tense now because of that rule because that doesn't give you that cushion anymore. So then and I think when you're playing, you can see when you go away from home, you know you don't have to score one because you know your home tie can be slightly different. But I'm happy getting through JDL. Like I said earlier, I know you weren't great. You can talk about individual players. Weren't great. Lundstrom, come on to a game in the second half. I thought he was superb. Al McGregor was superb. 
but they all played their part. My, my only concern was out of possession. When we didn't have a ball, I thought we were poor. And that was my main concern. Fuck's sake, Ken, I thought you were just wrapping up there. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about players all you want, but lose some of the good... That's the end of the point, I'll see you later. See you later, have a good night there. Fuck yeah, I've stop talking. You're just take all my points away. I want to just come back round to Red Star, Alex, and let you have your say, because a few folk were saying they were better than Dortmund. Um, me and CGM totally agree. I don't think they were. I thought they, they came at us and they caused a bit of problem. I thought seeing the final third, when I'm, I bigged up Katai, probably one of the best players in the park, both legs, technically gifted, but I thought the final ball, a lot of the time, was always overhit. I thought they let themselves down and were in great positions. Yeah. A, a lot of it, you know... Um... These guys are obviously quality players. They create a lot of chances, but they weren't clinical enough to beat us over the two legs. That is it. Um, you know, although McGregor pulls out a couple of magnificent saves, they weren't clinical enough with certain chances. There's there's quite a few that even one, you know, McGregor saves on the line from the rebound, he should be burying that in the back of the net. There's a yeah. few chances that if they're a bit more clinical, a bit more composed, they, they can take. Red Star were a much more aggressive side, especially in the second leg. Um, you know, had the roles reversed and we'd maybe beaten Dortmund four to Ibrox and we'd gone over there, they would they could have played to a similar a similar standard. Of course they could have and they could have, you know, had chance after chance. But it was in the first leg where they tried to beat us tactically and on shape and everything and we came out and we were just a much better a much better side on the attack and we were we were way more clinical there in Dortmund. Um and we just held our shape a bit more so then we could bring it home. Whereas you know, these guys are fast, they're paced, but it also means it's a much more open game. And, and you know, the, the chances don't come thick and fast when you were, we were playing Dortmund for either side. When we were playing Red Star, it was very much a basketball match. You know, it's up one end and it's up the other. So um, I wouldn't say they're of a, a sim, similar standard to Dortmund, no. But, you know, they still have quality to, to do damage. Yeah. I've seen someone like that. The boy Katai, although he's a good player, I think he's not really a, a profile a player. I think he's like 31, 32 or something like that. So I don't think he's a player that we would be interested in, is it? Um, no. Kerr, just to jump on, um, and let's just talk a wee bit more about the goal. Um, Ken, some run in it. I mean, it's fa- fantastic. Gives it a wee deflection at the end, but Kamara, again, as we spoke about with a good touch, but that's all about Ryan Kent. And I think he gives that boy a... That bad boy got hammy, trying to chase him. Yeah, watching the replay, you couldn't stop laughing at that boy. He was <laughs> no, trying to run back him. and get him. You should just say, like, I've just pulled my hamstring, just forget it. But that's what Ryan Kent does. And I heard his press conference the other day before the match, and he was talking about in Europe, he gets a chance, he's in Europe to do that. And the SPL, he doesn't, because he did say in his own words, teams park the bus. But that's what he does, and that's what he loves him to do. And it's a great touch by Kamara. I mean, you said that yourself, it's a great touch. But he could have passed to Alfie, but he went himself and yeah, it got a wee deflection, but if, if you don't have a shot on target, you don't score. So, great finish, but I think Ryan can do that and against teams in Europe. The only thing that bothers me is he get will get watched in Europe because a lot of people all over Europe are what teams were watching Ryan Kent because he's performing every game for Rangers and they'll watch him and think he could be a player for us. So, you don't want that to happen right enough because you want to be state Rangers, but no, fantastic goal. I just wish we scored another couple because I had two each one. My bet, no, it was a finish 2 1, so I was too happy. Scotty. Um, oh, you took yourself off. Nothing. You took yourself <laughs> off. I was, for, I was waiting for you to take yourself off mute because if I take you off, then you can anyway. Um, Brian Kent, um, some up in the group chat had put in there Ryan Kent's doing my nothing. Now, I'm not going to name names who that person was, but he, he, scores, <laughs> he scores soon after that. But I was struggling with, with Kent in the first half. Though. I was a person that said he was doing my nothing. Maybe it was. But I thought he was struggling, and I, I just, I. But he's a big moment player, isn't he? I, I the the team was struggling on the ball. The team was struggling. We get get the uh, get the ball, have a good bit of movement. They get up the park, and we're expecting to. And it happened in the second half, but in the first half, we're expecting to have a bit of time, maybe a few touches in the half. But no, they were bang at it, relentless, and they did just go after Kent and kick him. Yeah, that's that's all they wanted to do. They highlighted our danger men and they kicked him, and you can see that in the way they handled Morelos as well. And Morelos didn't exactly have a good game, and Morelos is probably expecting to have uh, a combative game, and he didn't get that. The defenders kind of stood off him a bit, and 
let him do his thing. And it, I think it threw Morales completely. And all of a sudden, he's running into the channels and not. Yeah, so it's a really disjointed first half. Uh, but then Ryan Kent does what Ryan Kent does. And this is why, as I said, we've got these players in the team because they are quality. Sometimes you can have an off day. And I'm not saying this is an off day. I actually put it down to Red Star being very, very good. But when it matters, they do have the quality to be able to execute big, big moments in the game over and over again. And they've demonstrated that to us. And I think we've had the conversation before that this team is one to be trusted, especially in big moments. And I know, I think, it, again, a bit of PTSD from uh, the old firm game, going 1-0 down in a hostile atmosphere after 10 minutes. Uh, but it really, really shows that the players have learned from that. They've experienced that. They know it's not to be phased and they know they can come out of it at the other end. So they did. Yeah. Um, I just want to say good evening to Linda. Obviously, Linda watches our shows. Good evening, Linda. McGregor, man of the match. Linda, you're in late. We've already spoken about McGregor. I will agree with man of the match. Um, one thing on it, uh, Alex, something um, there's been a lot of noise about is Gio not making subs. He's utilised his what, full five tonight? Um, I think the elephant in the room to be addressed is something we've spoken to the, to the back hills about, but you make five subs and Ramsey isn't one of them tonight. Yeah, um, or is it just a matter of probably playing on Sunday? No, yeah, th- that that's my thought process. Is um, he's keeping Ramsey for Sunday? If if he's not keeping Ramsey for Sunday, you know, you know, I feel this is a discussion for the Sunday post match, and and if he hasn't played on Sunday, then questions have to be asked. JD yeah. is calling the shots. <laughs> Why is it? He's calling the shots. He said we should be talking about it on Sunday, not today. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was a point. Move, move over. We have a new host. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Morelos, care. I thought um, near the start of the first half, he kind of he was rubbing his hamstring a wee bit. And at one point, he stood out in the wing for a yeah, good wee spell of play that was it was starting to annoy me because he wasn't moving. And I thought, oh, he looks maybe if he was walking towards his hammy. So I'd be worried. I mean, we have, we've got to be worried if, if the wee man's done something to his hammy and his glute or something. I just I hope it's nothing bad, but I hope it's bad enough that he doesn't have to go to Columbia, apparently. <laughs> uh, I just think he was done, to be honest with you. I just think he's he done a lot of running. He wasn't great in it, like Scotty said, but he was still running about. He was still chasing. He was still trying to line cup play. I know he done a lot of... gave the ball away quite a few times, but he doesn't hide, Alfie. That's one thing he doesn't do. He doesn't hide, so... I just hope it's nothing serious with his thing. If he needs a, wee re- a week's rest, I think missing and D would be fine, but hope it's nothing serious. But like I said, if I kept him out of plenty of Columbia, it wouldn't bother me. Yeah, it wouldn't bother us at all, Scotty, would it, if he doesn't travel. Um, we've got a few games. We've got one more game to go, Dundee, and then he, then he travels. It's an international break, though. So does he miss any games, Scotty? He doesn't actually miss any games, but I think it's the time frame between the last Columbia game and our next one. And that's quite a big one. Yeah. Uh, so ideally, we could do him with him fresh, and you know, it's better off he's in Scotland rather than not even sitting on the bench, rather than yeah. oh shit in a hotel in uh, Colombia somewhere. I've got a sneaking suspicion it might be a tactical setup. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's, a, <laughs> it's 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 a start of a niggling injury, and we'll see how Dundee goes. And then all of a sudden, oh, well, there it is, flaring up. Can't travel. Maybe, yeah. hopefully. I hope it's nothing serious. Obviously, we hope it's nothing well, serious. It's one of our I hope players. it's that, Scotty, then. It is an injury. I'd rather be well being a bit sneaky about it. One man I want to do. It's about time we were. Yeah, we are too nice. We've got a more streetwise. I thought, again, that's. I don't know if you're going to touch on that. Uh, I'm helping you out, hosting-wise, same as Alex. <laughs> In uh, streetwise nature, I thought we were quite. I thought we were quite streetwise tonight, and I was actually quite impressed and quite happy with that. I mean, when the referee's talking to Alan McGregor after twenty minutes of time wasting, so yeah. Well, obviously we're learning something. That was something I was wanting to touch on, and I, 
I'll, let's do that first. I'll hold that. I'll hold no, no, that let's, do, let's do it first. And I didn't touch on the game management, Alex. I was going to come to Alex with something else, but I'll touch on game management with Alex. We, we do manage the game well. I think Lundstrom's massive in that. Alan McGregor orchestrated it tonight because yeah. that ball must have been really heavy because every time he caught it, he <laughs> fell to the ground. It was so <laughs> bad. Wasn't it? Yeah, uh, he's always like that, isn't he? he? He he is the, you know, when you're looking for a bit of net and grit in our team, it's him. Um, and he does it. And, and unfortunately, we need we need someone like him that's out here too. But um, I said before the game, to I, I can't remember who it was, if it was one of you guys or somebody else, I said that the not the ideal thing for Rangers, but if you're the second best team for, for you know, when it, when it starts in that, one of the ideal things to do when you know when you're three 0 up is stop and start the game because then they can't build any momentum. You know if there's there's going to be little fouls here and there, there was going to be throw-ins. The game was very stop start. It'll be interesting again. It's one for the the you know it'll come out in the, the coming days, but it'll be interesting to see how long the ball was actually in play for over that ninety minutes. Because well, well Alex, first... you were brought to the Rangers rabble as the stat man. Yeah, but it's not. That's I wasn't. We the... want to find that you knew that you <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't there with a stopwatch going click, click every time ball went out of play. But you're the start man. <laughs> yeah, I'll find out from somewhere else. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought I was very surprised that there was only one minute added on the first half. I thought it was going to be a lot longer added in the first half because it was stop start, and then you know it was vice versa in the second half. Not that it wasn't stop start, but we got the six minutes instead, and and that was to be expected. I knew it was going to be that way, you know, it, it was, when you lose control a bit of the game, it is it is good to have that that in it, for me anyway, you know, there was no chance, um, or there was little chances, if you're stopping, the, stop starting the game, for them to get any momentum. Yeah, uh, just just quickly, um, hey, Monday 566, freaking quarters baby, we are the people from the Oka Vango Delta, outstanding man, thanks for joining us tonight, and we are, care. That's us now in the quarterfinals of a major European competition. Now, if the wee man's injured and he's maybe done his hammy or something like that, one man that, again, I've been critical of, I've been critical of a lot of people. Do you like anybody? No. 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 I don't. Anyway. Glenn Glenn Kamara. I do like Glenn, but he's never played well. Anyway, Kima Roof, for me, has looked very, very, and everybody's saying in the comments, um, very, very sharp. In the last um, few games, he's came on. Do you, are you, do you think he's a, he'll be able to replace Morelos if we're struggling here? And he, and he looked okay when he came on tonight. That's slightly dumber the way he plays. It's slightly different the way he plays. But I think if Ruth had to play, I wouldn't be worried because I think he might have a very good football and I think he can score goals. I mean, we've seen the goals he scored last season. I think he just needs to run of games. The problem with Ruth is he's injured, isn't he? He, gets, he plays two or three games and gets a knock and then he's missing for a few games and then he gets, comes back in and gets another knock. And, but it has looked very good when he's come into the last two games. He's come the park. What I, like, what I like about him is he does press and he wins the ball off defenders quite well and he can finish. So I just think if he has to, Morelos misses a game through injury or just needs a rest or whatever, I think Ruth's an ideal replacement. Um, yeah, Ian, I'm scared to mention your comment, mate, in case Alec calls me and says this isn't in the preview show for Sunday, so I can't, I can't <laughs> mention it. You're too busy looking for that start. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kima Ruth, Scotty, probably should have scored tonight. Um, it was a bit of a miss, was it not? But overall... Get him back up and running. He's a better option after Morelos than fucking Itton. Yeah. You can I'm, answer now if you want. Yeah, I'm a... Do you know what? I'm a little bit... I don't know. Have I forgiven him for the Parkhead performance? Ah, oh, come on. I, I, know, I know what you mean. Oh, yeah. You're the only one, Scotty. I, I know, but I just... Yeah. Look, he was isolated. I, I know. I, no, he isolated himself. I know he's um, <laughs> he's he's got talent and he can score goals as long as his heart's in it and he's he's ready for the for the battle. Then yeah, he can do it. And he demonstrated that last season. He's been very hit and miss this season. Uh, so I, I know he can do it. <sighs> yeah. 
I know you can do it. And again, you know, some days against Dundee. And if he's not doing it against Dundee, then he shouldn't be at Rangers. So he should be at Rangers because he's a quality footballer. So yeah, he, yeah, he can. Can you answer that question for us? Scotty M family saying that the Scouse Beckenbauer play well tonight because I thought John Lundstrom played fantastic tonight. He was outstanding, but no, I'm still not buying it. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not, Scotty? Oh, he's shit. No, he's <laughs> Scotty's just doing this. Uh, uh, I've got to. You're, you write him off too early because he's come back and played. We don't want to miss it. He's back it's, half a rabble, it's, it's a rabble thing because are we going to ask Jamie about Border Barisic and what happened there? Yeah, listen, <laughs> listen. I was trying to make my way in the podcast world there. I was trying to impress folk with that. That was a verbal. That was verbal somersault to call that. So, so let's uh, let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves and. Let's just take one game at a time and he yeah. had another good game and we'll put that one on a notch for the four rather than against. And at the end of the season, I'll make my comments then. We'll if it keeps us, I always say as if it keeps performing as to end the season, then next season you build a team room about them. Yeah. Oh, steady on. Is that, I would, that is we, a... we, we have got a lot of good players. We've I know we have. If he can perform with us over half a season, then you have to play up next season for the start and you build him if you run about him. Yeah, and Jack. I'd actually agree because obviously what you want to build your team team around is, is the spine, isn't it? Um and he at the moment, if he can keep the form up, he definitely deserves to be the spine of the midfield. Well, it's a very good state back to you, mate, because that's a very good point that Adam makes there. Um it is. This run's making the club financially um, better off. We're winning. It's, it's, I, know, I know perhaps you don't get as many points for not winning tonight, money for not winning tonight, but we're through to the next round. That's like another, I'm sure I've seen it like, another I don't know if it's two mil or something like that for going through. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if it's um, two million euros or one and a half million pounds or something like that, but it's it's a financial boost, isn't it? Um, for for going through to the quarterfinals and and you know your name's in the draw tomorrow as well, um, that that it is a being this far in any competition, any European competition is a financial boost for any club and it's something that you know I'm I'm I don't really know what the the finance side of things you know the the reports when they come out I'm not just I'm not just too lazy to read them but even if I tried I probably wouldn't know what I was looking at so um. I don't know, but yes, it is a massive bonus and yeah. long may it continue. Is that like you know, something we made like 10 million? Yeah. Up to now. Well, fucking hell, Alex went on there as if I asked him to dissect the fucking Rangers books there. I just I think it's good for our finances. Alex, come on tonight with a wee point to prove. No, no, no. <laughs> what I'm saying is, you see if <laughs> I just Alex, said... Are you after a big job, wee man? No, <laughs> but if I, <laughs> if I just said yes, then the podcast wouldn't be very long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need to check your finances, Alex. You're kicking about one of those Rangers tops on because they, they cost you a pretty penny. Yeah, well, it didn't yeah. cost me anything, so. Oh, I mean, so, um, Kerr, you were going to say something. I spoke over you there. What was it? I said I think we made up to 10 million so far in Europa yeah. League, which is, which is good, eh? Because it's that money, obviously, plus the money you brought in for Patterson and. All the money we've made, I mean, that's a good amount this season we've made so far, so it depends who we get in the next round, it depends the prices they put on, hopefully it's cheaper, let's say Darnley, hopefully the ticket's cheaper than a tank of fuel, but you never know with Rangers, so, but you, oh, everybody will pay anyway if it's 45, 50 quid, you're going to pay it to get to the next yeah. round, and it don't matter who we're playing. Scotty, for a man, a man from down the city, um, 10 million from them, 9 million for Patterson, 5 million for Gerard. What are we talking about, Satin? Real money? 24 million. <laughs> are you testing just, my maths? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a good... Um, financially, it's been a really good season for the club, generally, if you know what I mean. Alex Gordon, I think he's had enough. You've scared him. You've scared him. You've scared him. We man's had it. But... Do you know, talking about football and money is one of my pet peeves, to be honest, because we don't support our football team for the balance sheet. We support our football team for the guys in the park, and it's absolutely no good having the riches in the bank 
if we're not spending it on the squad to make it successful. That said, I know our situation is very much unique in the terms of uh, we want to make the club self-sufficient, self-funding. So in that respect, it's absolutely imperative that we keep on this vein. And seeing the situation we are now in in March and being able to say, look, we should be on a, at least an even keel going into next season, when we're not even talking about next season's finances and the potential there, hopefully we're going into a position where we can sign a few players and not have to sell anyone because once you're in a position you have to sell anyone, that's when the vultures start circling. And we we want to be as a, a stronger position as feasibly possible. And hopefully that sticks us out. Um, yes, Ian Forbes, good morning from Perth and Oz. Um, the final result was 2-1 to Red Star. We still go through, um, Ian, so it's, it's, a, it's a good night for us. Kerr, just touch yeah. on, I mean, they scored a pen at the end. I think Scotty Kerr, we agree, it was a pen. Don't, don't, when you slow it down, stands in the guy's foot, yellow card pen. That was soft for me, but he stood in his foot, didn't he? I mean, I don't think they didn't mean it anyway. Just the way he's put his foot away, just put his, he just plants his foot to stable himself to run the other way, and he just obviously stands and he's told the guy he's down. It's a penalty, but that was too late. But it was a pain. I but what's happened to Alex? That's why you know that. Have you... Yeah, I've asked him. I don't know. He must have, you know, he's I think he's feel like John of Groats or something like that. So they don't think they'll go by Alex. So he's sent as a second class. He was sent as a second class letter to tell us what's happened. So we'll find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Scotty, we're opponents. Do we expect anything else from them at the full-time whistle there? No. I mean, I don't really blame them. You lost. You won the, you won the match, but you lost the tie. It's going to be sore. And do you know what? I'd want my players reacting in a similar way if someone ran up to the Copeland and was giving it the, <laughs> giving it the, the big and because you want a, you want your team to have a bit of fight and you want your team to have a bit of passion about your fans, and there's no such thing as a good loser. Well, there is. You're a fucking loser. So <laughs> yeah. So I, I, you expect it. The Serbians, they're proud. They're they're tough guys. I mean, as a, as a nation, they've come through a lot. They're not going to suffer fools gladly. And you know what? Fair play to Goldson. He's he's done it. He's scored, caused the fracas. He's got off the pitch. Fuck it, we we'll move on. We we'll forget about it. So get to a stage care where, oh, well, Alex, this is how Alex is. Um, he's been off to the wall. So Alex is saying, just plug the tatty back in. I'll be on in a minute. <laughs> Who plugs your laptop or tatty? Unless Kat, you're like, I'm not. I'm not being funny, but I remember the time when you forgot to put a penny in your meter and your lights went out. <laughs> I know. I, 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 if I plug the meter into neighbours next door, I'm, it's not going to, it's not going to disappear anyway. Um, Kerr, okay, sorry, what were we saying there? I don't know what you were saying. I was going to ask you about Red Star, sorry. Is it getting to a day where you go to these countries and we know that it's a hostile environment that you, you can't get, you can, I mean, you can't celebrate a goal or you can't celebrate a win? That's like boys club amateur football. I remember, I. I've said, I've said, I celebrated a game against Pullman Prison once, and the ref was just like, <laughs> and you can't celebrate here. Is that what it's like? <laughs> Obviously, because the way they reacted at the end, but it doesn't does bore me for other opposing players come up and celebrate. If I'm at eyebrows and guys run up to where I'm sitting, it doesn't bother me. It's just football in the day. Your players did exactly the same thing. And when you celebrate against Paul Mont Prison, were you playing for the Paul Mont Prison at the time? No, what oh. the fuck are you talking about prison? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... Boys Club football. That's that Boys Club football. We went to go to Paul Mont. JD, JD, why did they touch you? Listen, we used to get Usher in and Usher out and play the, play the football team and it's like under 19s or something, and I scored. Oh, I thought it was under 9s. I was like, What? <laughs> I scored, and I was getting at the big game, the Ravinelli, and all that. And then the boys were all <laughs> trying to get to me, and the ref was just like, Right, that's enough. It was like the last minute. You know, what's like last minute onion bag, boom, you get the victory, or we up the road. Right, yes. Hi from Serbia. Hi, Marco. How you doing? Um, interesting to have your thoughts on how you think the two the two legs went. Um, um, Scotty Stankovic. What do you make of his behaviour over the last couple of legs? 
Would you want? Would you want to be the, the other end of his uh, hair dryer treatment? Uh, not particularly. No, he seems like another tough sir, but that's what you'd expect. Bloody good football. There he is. He yeah, Tati's fun back in. But yeah, no, they, they are they are chatting about me. And I've got two comments to bring up. One's from Alan Simpson saying that <laughs> everybody said that. Um, no, he said that everybody should hide when I get back. And the other one from <laughs> from Nicholas Moore who said Alex had to go and finish his homework. <laughs> did, you, did you finish it? <laughs> no, I've, I've not. I've not started yet. God bless yeah, the early kickoff. That's fine. Alex would be last long and poor boy. I know I'm away for two minutes, and all of a sudden we're talking about prison. <laughs> Um, fair play to Marco. Yeah, love Scottish people. Um, we love you too. Love you too. Um, very good, very good side they've got there. Um, Alex, hey, remember is t- that you, Dave? Can I just Alex? touch on something? Touch on something there because <laughs> I have to say, apart from I know there's a bit of trouble in uh, Belgrade last night and whatnot, but. I've really got to highlight the Red Star Belgrade's official Twitter account because that was utter class. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but if you do, go back on the Belgrade Twitter account, Red Star account, and have a look because they changed it from English to Glaswegian, and it's absolutely hilarious. Fair play to them. They they handled the the tie completely brilliantly. Care. I, I don't. I, I know I've kind of spoke about them, but it's they put them out. There are whether people don't think they are. They're, they're, a, they're a big club in European football. They're, they're a big name, Red Star Belgrade. Yep, they're one of the. I mean, obviously, when you're growing up, they're one of the best teams that's kind of out, and they've they always have been. And I mean, we played them before. I mean, went over there and won. So we didn't go over and win this time but no one went through and end of the day like I said it doesn't matter who we're playing you're going to get a tough time in European football these days there's no easy games really anymore and we know that better than anybody with the teams that's put us out in the past so I think it's just an achievement doesn't matter who we're playing just to get through and to be in the last state after everything we've been through over the years I know we've gone about it and people say uh, it's this and that but we, we, this, club can, this club has come through a lot and to be in the last eight uh, European competition is just marvellous. And everybody should be bouncing for joy because it doesn't matter if you go out in the next round or no. But to be in the last eight is phenomenal for where we've been in the last few years. Alex, do you, do you think this is a kind of culmination of where Rangers have been going in European level? I know Gerard started it, Gio's took it over. This has been the kind of culmination. Is this, is this the direction we've been going in European football over probably the last three, four, five years? Yeah, um... Well, I mean, Gerard took us from the first club to go from the first qualifying stage to the last 16 in Europe. You know, at the time, we were the first ones to go from the first qualifying stage to the group stage. He, he took us far. He, he took us far. And, you know, you've got to commend him for that. And now we're just continuing. Um, I, I must... Yeah, no, our European runs recently have, have been superb. And, and, you know, to eventually, you know... Like you say, Red Star, like Scotty says, Red Star um, are a good side and, and they are a, a big European side. But they were probably a more favourable tie of what and than what we could have faced in the, in the last 16. And, and we haven't had that over the last couple of years. Um, and to get through to the quarterfinals is, is, is deserved, obviously. Um, and that's why we're there. And now we've got the chance to go and... Especially when, you know, what we were faced with in, in the last 32 with Dortmund too at the time. You know, when we were in the group stage, Leon are the favourites to win. Last 32 and, and Borussia Dortmund were the favourites to win. And we've managed to get to this stage, you know, and we're still competing. We should um, we should welcome any challenge. And, and nobody's nobody should want to draw us. Um, yeah. can, I, just, can I just say, there's, yeah. there's, there's, a, there's a comment made there and it's got me a little bit. Four games away from a European final. Yeah. And you, you, you want to talk about the journey with four games away from a European final. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, Scotty. And I think, um, yeah, let, 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 let me go into that then. We are four games away from a, a European <coughs> final. That's crazy. And you would probably have thought, well, you know what? 
Kerr will tell you, do you know what? We'll get packed out now. That's us. It's time for us to get packed out. That's what Kerr will say. But we've already put out Bruce Dortmund. Is that a one in a lifetime slash one in a season away game performance, Kerr, with Dortmund? Or are we... I'm, I'm coming to the right person. I know Kerr's answer here. <laughs> or, Alex, I'm going to come to you. I'm not letting Kerr answer this. Or can we... Can we have a get away from home against a big European side? Yes, we can. We've proven, we've proven we can, can't we? We're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, a, we're a fucking good side. We are. I will, side. I will, I will, I will swear because how far do you want to go back? Do you want to go back to Benfica last season? We should have won. <laughs> yeah, in the stadium of light. We we should have won. We we should have won both the games against Benfica, and they are now looking yeah. at a, a quarterfinals for the Champions League this year. <laughs> Yeah. We we underestimated how good those results were because we should have beaten them both times, um and we 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 let not let ourselves down and we we kind of bottled it a little bit towards the end got a little bit loose and and they managed to get the goals back but that's because of how good a side they are you know in the summer I think one of their players Darwin Nunes he tore us apart in moments now they're been what eighty million for him or they want eighty million for him he's he's a quality player. We are a good side, yes, and and to to put it simply, whoever we get in tomorrow's draw, there's there's nobody that you're sitting there going, I don't want them. That's you know, like I said a minute ago when I said nobody should want us. At, at this stage, there's nobody I'm sitting going, don't give me them tomorrow. You know, like you want the easier games and that, but there's nobody tomorrow that I go, nah, don't give me them. I don't want them. I'd I'd absolutely relish the challenge of Barcelona. Yeah, I absolutely I, I, would, and. And I know we're going to the the tie, not being favourites, but come on, don't be fooled by the domestic performances and the, the the league that we're in. Because every single game that we play domestically, we dominate. Whether we win, lose, or draw, we absolutely dominate. And sometimes domestically, you need a lot of luck. It's a thirty-eight game season. But then when you transfer that and you actually look at the European performances, yes, you still need a lot of luck to win the games. But again. We don't look out of place. And I don't remember seeing us look out of place. I thought at the start of the season, we were a bit shaky. And Leon at home, I didn't think we did ourselves justice. And that was really annoying. And that stuck in the throat a little bit. But again, we didn't look out of place. We didn't look like we were punching above our level. And it's like, oh, this is just where we are. It looked like, come on, guys, we can do better than this. And we've grown and we've done better. And it's demonstrated over the last three seasons. And with this group of players have gained that much experience and that much knowledge of how to play in Europe, you've got to have trust in them. You've got to have faith in them. And you want them to get tested because the more tests that they have, the better they'll get. Tav has gone from being uh, apparently a League One footballer to, to now captaining a side in the last 16 or last day or wherever we are. I can't remember of uh, a European competition. And it's, he doesn't look out of place. That's exactly where he deserves yeah. to be. He's an absolutely fantastic footballer. And sooner or later, the further he gets, he's going to get recognition for that. And he needs to get international recognition for that. But don't be, default, be, be fooled by uh, our domestic situation. Kel, yes. I'm going to rouse you up here on, for your thoughts here. I'm wearing that. A very historical football talk for us. Is there something happening in our club this season? Is, is this all set up to be a big, big season for us? And what is a massive, a massive historical season for us? Hopefully, I'll, we can only hope. We have a season when we hope. And I can only hope. And like Scotty said, I mean, in Europe, not we've, we've, you can say right we've had a game against Dortmund. Folk can say it's not that Dortmund team in the past, or folk can say other stuff. But the results we've had over the last three or four years in Europe. They've been constant, so we've not been lucky. Yeah. We are very good. We are a very good team in European football. Ryan can't say that himself. In the Scottish League teams, most of the teams part the bus, so we do find it difficult at times to break teams down. We know that ourselves. We may have all the possession, but we do find sometimes it's difficult. But in Europe, it's more like both teams come out and want to play a bit of football, and that's where we've got players that can hurt other teams, just as teams have got players that can hurt us. But we've been good in Europe. We've not really, apart from the Malmo game at the start of the season, we've not really been bad in European football. And to get to the last day's achievement for any club, especially a club for a country like Scotland, because 
people look at Scottish football and don't think it's great. They know Rangers, they know Celtic based. They think, you know yourself, they think the Scottish football league's just horrible, don't they? A lot of people, and even in English, when you go down to England, they think Scottish football's horrible. But when you come up here and play it, like people like Ken and Golson and even John Lundstrom this season, they can go back down and tell people it's not that bad. It's better than a lot of people think. Gerard was doing that just now at Villa, telling how good Scottish football is, Michael Beale, because they know it's more difficult. But what the have achieved in the last three or four years, and you know, it's been phenomenal. Because we've put Scotland as a whole back in the map. We can see that with the coefficient thing. And I just think this team can do something special this season. I'm not going to say what it's going to be because um, I'm usually more of a hope and I'm not going to tell you what we're going to win. So I just hope you're right and I hope we do get something. But I'm not going to say what it is because I, I want to see them. But yeah, right. Um, just... We will be doing a live. Uh, reaction to the draw tomorrow will be a wee 15 20 minute thing, Martin will be doing. So I just want to take us on now to that 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 draw. So looking at the games, right? Who we think? Scott, I'll come to you. No, Alex, I'll come to you first, mate, right? Who who do you want? Let me just go through the games for everybody. So Atalanta beat by a Leverkusen on both legs. So Atalanta goes through. Um, we've put out Red Star. Barcelona drew their home game and then went to Galatasaray and got a 2 1 win, which I don't think were many people are surprised about. So Barca go through. Um, Braga won the first game 2-0 then draw in Monaco one each Braga go through uh, Frankfurt and Betis currently 0-0 and Frankfurt are 2-1 up from the from the away leg of that so it looks like Frankfurt could perhaps go through there obviously Leipzig get the walkover against Spartak and West Ham have a winning 1-0 um, away from at home to Sevilla so that's that tied up Alex who would your pick be for um, where haven't we been yet? Have we been? We've not been to Spain yet. Let's let's go for Barcelona. You know, that, Barcelona or or um or West Ham slash Sevilla. Who, whoever gets through in that one, that'll be the, the two that I'd like. So you prefer prefer we just go big here and just get one of the yeah, biggest. Why seats. not? Why not? Why not? And uh, if it was West Ham, you know, we a wee trip down for us all to see Scotty too. So same question to you, Kev. <laughs> I don't mind to be honest. Uh, it's going to be a, a good a good tie, however we get. But if I had to pick somebody, I like a shot at West Ham. Scotty, I'm assuming you're what like a shot at West Ham as well. Uh, part of me would, but the other part of me is going. I don't think my liver can handle it. I think <laughs> with all with all you boys coming down, you'll all want to stay at my gaff. You all want to see this wallpaper. You all want to sit and get the selfie <laughs> wallpaper. I saw like the I forgot to mention uh, Leon and Porto. Yeah. And Leon, it's one each. So Porto yeah. are winning 2 1 in aggregate there. Sorry, Scott, I just cut you off there, but I'd seen someone put I that did. on earlier. Is I it also did. setting the stars that Rangers play Porto and Seville? Where's the chance? Why? Why? I don't understand what, what's the connection. Well, Celtic played Porto and Seville. They say that the Glasgow teams ah. do one thing. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a match. Everything they you do, they do. Everything we do, they do. It's not going to happen, is it? I oh, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but I would actually like Atalanta. I like going to Italy. And Bergamo. Go go see Milan. I'm a, I'm a tourist, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, so, I like your food. It's not huh? about you going to jolly. It's about Rangers <laughs> qualifying. <laughs> listen, listen. I don't you fear any... English away sitting fucking cappuccinos and whatever. <laughs> I don't fear anyone. Do you know what I mean? Like, we'll, you know, we. I believe that we could beat anyone in the draw. It's a, it's two games of football. We can absolutely do it. If it's West Ham, obviously there's going to be some kind of like weird rabble podcast from this very space. <laughs> Everyone's welcome. Uh, I, I perhaps shouldn't have said that so loud. Uh, <laughs> and that would be great. Uh, but yeah, Atalanta, we've got a really good record against Italian teams. Um, have we? No, we're the only Scottish side, side to win away in Italy, aren't we? Uh, and yeah, Barcelona, who would, who, who would, oh, we'd be yeah, the one Scottish team away, win away in Italy, but anyway. Are we not? Um, I think we did. No, no, saying, we... no, saying we're not. Yeah, no, we oh, did, shit, but no, we're no, not no, the did. only ones. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, shit, yeah right. Right, Barcelona. Barcelona. I don't think about them. Right, uh, Barcelona. 
Barcelona, Atalanta, West Ham. I'll take West Ham. I who you want. Which, if uh, if we uh, well, is there one team there that you know there's a, a rabble compulsory trip? Is there not? No. And Martin's paying, is he? Is it <laughs> paying? The host pays. <laughs> it's, got to be it's got to be London or I'd say Barcelona, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I hate Barcelona, man. I don't want them. I just hate him. I just can't stand Barcelona. Well, you know what? Put them out. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Wouldn't it be even better to put them out then? It's just a team I don't like. No, a West Ham for me. Any, any, any particular reason? I just don't like West. Uh, I just don't like Barcelona. No, I okay. Some teams, some teams you just don't like. Some teams you like. I just don't like Barcelona. I always preferred. I always preferred Madrid. Uh, I'll, I'll take West Ham. I don't know. Old British affair. Put them out. And then English media will take notice of Rangers. Yeah, I, I would like that as well. I'd love it to be the final. I would love us to get to the final and get West Ham and, and, and give them a doing. Anyway, we're, we're dreaming here. We're dreaming, but we're allowed to dream now because, like we said, we're four games away from a final. And that doesn't get the juices flowing. I don't know what does. Uh, what might get you the juices flowing is the preview tomorrow night. Um, half past seven. We're like that one, Scotty. Um, they're, doing, they're doing the preview for the Dundee away. So we go from the highs of Europe and we've got a massive... Listen... This game's just as important on Sunday now. This is this is a massive league game for us. Um, so we will see you then. Just thanks to everybody for joining us. Um, Scotty, thank you. Mate, your wallpaper's taking a pound in again in the comments. It's coming off at the weekend. Yay! Leave it until after the West Ham game so we'd not get a selfie. <laughs> and we just want to thank Scott Kerr from doing the podcast in his toilet. Looks brilliant, then. <laughs> I've just forgot toilet paper right enough. And fresh from the dungeon, Alex. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> the host. Thanks to everybody in the comments, and we will see you all soon. Um, it's been a good night. Sports Social Podcast Network.